What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I'm your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And I have a very special guest on the show today. I have 49ers reporter Grant Cohn on the show with me. What's up, Grant? How are we doing today, man? I don't know how you're doing, man. I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing good, dude. It's always a good day out here, you know, talking sports. I'm really appreciative that you could come on the show with me, man. Should be a ton of fun. We're going to have a full 49er-based episode for you guys today. Talk all things Niners, playoffs, uh, how we think they're going to do, all sorts of stuff. I'm just super pumped. Again, dude, thanks for hopping on. This should be a good time. You ready to get into it? Absolutely. And for people who don't know, you were doing a podcast with someone, and they asked you who you would like to do a stream with, and you were like, me. So I saw it like a month later and I was like, hey, let's do that. So yeah, no, dude, that was money, dude. I did a podcast with uh, Colin Jordan. He did a truth about marketing podcast where he has a bunch of people in the marketing world on his show. And he said, who's one person, who's your favorite influencer and who's one person you'd always want to work with? And instantly I thought of Grant because I, this is what I love to do. I love to talk sports. I have my podcast. This is how I want to get, this is the field area I want to get into. And also I just love how you keep it real with people dude like you don't sugarcoat stuff like you just you're realistic um and that's in your objective which i think is kind of like we don't see that a whole lot anymore i feel like so that's why i appreciate you as a journalist and reporter um what an yeah. intro thank you so much keep going don't stop I, it's all right i know that right dude exactly no I appreciate dude, but again of course dude no i appreciate you coming on uh, but let's hop into it dude and the first thing that i really want to talk about today is who we think the biggest X factor is for the Niners. So obviously Niners hopping into the playoffs is the first seed. We have a bye week this week. Um, and then we play again next week. We're going to play the lowest seed remaining. And as we know, the Niners have kind of fumbled the bag in the playoffs these last couple of years. And there's always some things going wrong, whether you think it's coaching or lackluster quarterback, whatever you think it is. Um, there's always something going wrong. And something that I just want to get into is what you think the biggest X factor or who you think the biggest X factor is for the Niners in the playoffs. That's a great question. You could go so many different directions with this. When you think X factor, like what's the definition of an X factor? Someone who is unheralded or a little beneath the radar or someone who, frankly, if they're not there, the whole thing falls apart. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with that one. Mm-hmm. The guy who is integral to everything, maybe the most valuable player on the team. And what's funny is all year people were arguing, is it Purdy? Is it McCaffrey? The most valuable player on the 49ers is Trent Williams. It's mm-hmm. not even close. Mm-hmm. Every single play they run is predicated on him winning his block. Mm-hmm. And he does like 100% of the time. If he misses any time, they're in trouble. They have a decent enough offensive line with him there. They can run to the left. They can do what they, they, they have phenomenal blindside protection. But if he's not out there, all of a sudden they have the cheapest, worst offensive line in the league. And I don't know that you're going to win a Super Bowl with that. So he's the oldest player on the team. He doesn't practice very much. He's a future Hall of Famer. It's all about him. And I think we're going to talk about teams that challenge the Niners a little bit later. But I think the reason that the Niners don't want to face Cleveland again is because Cleveland has Miles Garrett and Miles Garrett is the only player in the league who can win reps. Not all of them like against most DNs, Trent Williams wins 10 out of 10 times. Totally against Miles Garrett, eight out of 10, seven out of 10. Cause Miles Garrett is that good. And if so 
th- that's why that matchup. I mean, who knows if the Niners will get to the Super Bowl, who they'll face, but Cleveland is the one team that can sort of match up with the Niners X factor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a great point. I think Trent, I mean, all year I've been saying the same thing. I think Trent is our most valuable player. I mean, you got McCaffrey in there as well, um, but Trent it holds the whole thing together. And when Trent wasn't there, we saw how, I mean, when Trent's not there, this offensive line is like bottom tier offensive line. Like it's they can't not run, good. they can't pass. Like it's all bad. But like yeah, if McCaffrey they- goes out, you still have uh, Jordan Mason, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel. You can run the ball. You're right. And frankly, if, if Purdy goes down, I don't know. Maybe Sam Donald could move the ball a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not going to say anything. I, I, I don't know. Maybe Trey could have. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, I agree, dude. And that's the thing, too. Yeah. I mean, we saw it. We saw when Trent was down how horrid this offensive line was and gives Purdy no time. So, I I mean, that's a great point. Absolutely. Um, and I running the ball took... is hard, too, without him. Like, every, every oh, yeah. run that's successful is to the left. And mm-hmm. if you take him out, like, where are you, where are you going? Nowhere. Where are you yeah, going? You Behind Jalen Moore? Yeah, I don't know. Yikes. You're right, dude. No, Trent, if Trent doesn't show up, which, I mean, I'm obviously fully expecting he will, but if for some reason Trent's not playing like he has, then there's no shot that this team, this offense would be able to move like it has. Um, so I'm well, I mean, you on it, that, it just dude. comes down to the oldest players in uh, health, mm-hmm. which is a little scary in, in football, but, you know, football is one big tightrope act anyway. Mm-hmm. Totally. 100%, mm-hmm. dude. Um, I kind of took... A different route i got two guys that i think really have to show up who sometimes don't show up but if they do show up i think it's really going to boost our chances and the first one's kyle shanahan you know we've seen yeah. in the past and i haven't been too yeah. critical of shanahan this season as much as i have in the past because i think for the most part he's been generally uh really building up schemes and helping this offense at, we, our offense looks extremely good and it looks for the most part. And that's why I'm not, I haven't been bagging on Shanahan too much, but obviously we've seen when the playoffs roll around, Kyle starts to get a little conservative, starts to play not to lose, starts to make some really dumb decisions. And then ultimately he comes back to bite us. And that's happened many times. I mean, on so many different occasions. So like, that's my biggest thing too, is that all season I've been saying, yeah, the Niners might be this good. But I'm not getting my hopes up just yet because I'm kind of waiting for a Kyle Shanahan blunder, you know, dude. I mean, didn't didn't the Christmas Day, the Christmas night game, feel like one? And maybe mm-hmm. people will say, "Hey, Kyle was playing 4D chess. He didn't show his his A game plan. He went with something else. He tried to throw to win the game. When if they face him in the Super Bowl, he'll have his A game plan. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Otherwise, that's the only way to explain him having the worst performance of the season in that yeah. game. Totally. Um, it was that that game was definitely his worst. It was just nothing looked good from Shanahan in that game, which definitely scared me. And I saw a bunch of like, oh, you know, they'll meet him back in the Super Bowl. They'll be fine. Like, how do we know that? You know, how do we know Kyle's got that up his sleeve? I have no idea. Um, but all I know is that we've seen Kyle Shanahan choke in the playoffs time and time again. And I'm just praying that if this, if he's not going to choke, this is the year to not choke, Kyle, because this is the best team we've got. Our offense looks the best. You finally have a good quarterback. So this is a year I'm hoping it doesn't happen. But, it seems like he blinks in the in the big pressure moments, you know. Um, totally. Against Dallas two years ago in Dallas, Debo had to walk over to him during the game and say, give me the ball. Mm-hmm. And then against Dallas last year at home, I think it was Juszczyk and McCaffrey had to go up to him and be like, can we just stop trying to trick these guys and, and line up and, and go right at him? Yeah. Kyle, I think sometimes when 
there's a lot of pressure. He loses instead of having confidence in what the Niners have been doing, he tries to trick the other team. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, he calls plays that maybe his team isn't as good at running mm-hmm. as opposed to just trusting that he has the best team. And if he calls the plays that they had had the most success with throughout the season, that the talent will win. I don't know. Yeah. He needs to, he needs to not make that mistake this year. I totally agree. And I think that he, like you said, he just tries to outsmart the other team. I think he thinks way too hard. Not that he shouldn't be thinking hard, but I just think he's like that guy in chess. Like if you're playing chess, he's just like, well, if I do this, then he's going to do that. So then I don't have to do that. So then he's going to do that. And I, it's like, he's just think it's like, dude, just make your move. Go with what's been working this entire time. Yeah. And I, that he's yeah. made that mistake so many times, you know, you'd understand if he was coaching like a wild card team or some team that was really overperforming, but this team is really good. There's so many things that there's so many ways that they can impose their will going back to that Ravens game. Mm-hmm. It's like, he expected the Ravens to try to shut down McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. First thing you got to do is shut down McCaffrey. You got to play it in the box. They didn't do that Mm-mm. at all. They didn't stop the run. They played two deep safeties and said, we have the best pass defense in the league. We're, we're going to play zone and we're going to dare you to try to pass into it. And Kyle's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll try. And it didn't work. But the run was available to them all night mm-hmm. and they didn't commit to it. Um, maybe, the, maybe Kyle would say the score got away from him, but. I bet you if they play him again, they won't let that happen. Yeah, definitely not. And I that was my biggest thing in that game too was where is – because McCaffrey had a couple of runs and he was killing it. And Shanahan just abandoned it. Like you said, he like fell into their trap. They were like forcing him to pass. They weren't even forcing him. It's just like they were baiting him to pass. And he was like, all right, I'm going to start passing. And obviously Purdy was not on his mark either that game. I've like but- memorized that game because it was very interesting and the Niners lost – but mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, they were playing like terribly in the first half. Three turnovers in the three picks in the first four drives. I've, mm-hmm. I've memorized this, this game. <laughs> I think it was the fifth drive or their last drive of the first half. They're down 13 to five. Mm-hmm. And I believe every play except one goes to McCaffrey. Pass to McCaffrey, run to McCaffrey. There's a quarterback sneak for a first down, but then he gets like a 39 yard run and then a 12 yard touchdown or whatever, nine yard touchdown. And it's just the McCaffrey drive. It's so easy. And they're back in the game, 13-12. Ravens get the ball, kick a field goal, go into halftime up four. Niners get the ball to start the second half. And I think they go, like, run, pass, pass, three and out. And it's Mm -hmm. like, man, you had it. Mm -hmm. You were right there in the game, and you didn't commit to running right there. And then it was turnover, touchdown, turnover, touchdown. And they were down 33-12 real fast. And maybe Kyle said you can't run at that point, but. I think I think they can beat the Ravens, I guess is what we're trying to say. But maybe that's a topic for for later in the show. I think they well, can I beat agree. the Ravens. I yeah. agree. I think they can beat the Ravens. But again, like I've been yeah. saying, yeah, it comes down to Kyle Shanahan. What's he going to do? I mean, is he going to crumble? And is he going to, you know, go with... Actually, go- sorry to cut you off. But for me, no. I, I'm more concerned about Wilkes against the Ravens than Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's valid too. I think it's... it's he got I smoked. mean, it's kind of, he did get smoked. I mean, the he whole game, the whole game, yeah, it everywhere, it was bad. So I agree too. That that's extremely valid. He made um, Lamar Jackson look like super Lamar Jackson. They couldn't mm-hmm. stop him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, and that's that's true as well. And I think for the Niners, I don't know if the Niners' defense. I don't know. I mean, I guess back with Sala and D'Amico, 
they could have, but it's like I feel like the Niners have always had trouble I don't know about quarterbacks that. like Lamar. That's what I'm saying. That yeah, that's so it's saying. like I don't know. Yeah. That's why I'm leaning towards the offense where it's like just get this offense to where we know it can be at such a high level, and that will help us yeah. out so much, right? It's just tough though. Like if the Niners are like their game plan against Baltimore is on offense, okay, let's dial it back, be conservative, run it a lot, kind of like what we used to do with Jimmy Garoppolo, because mm-hmm. this this is the best pass defense in the league. Okay, all right. Well, your defense is letting Lamar Jackson escape the pocket and make throws on the run, mm-hmm. and those plays are going to be bigger than your runs. It just is. So that's why I keep coming back to Steve Wilkes. You got to keep Lamar Jackson in one spot. And I know that's easier said than done, but they did a terrible job of that uh, in that game. They rushed four. The defensive ends kept rushing past him. And like if, if you picture it, mm-hmm. those diagonal scramble lanes up and out, mm-hmm. you know, when the defensive ends rush past, those diagonal scramble lanes kill you because all of a sudden you're on the perimeter quick. What they did with – Jalen Hurts was they didn't give those up. They didn't. They they were selfless in their rushes. They weren't trying to get sacks. And they forced him to rush back and around. And he wasn't fast enough to pull it off. Like Dre Greenlaw and Fred Rohner could run him down. You got to make Lamar Jackson do that. You can't Mm -hmm. give up those diagonal scramble lanes. You'll lose. He doesn't even have to, to run. All he has to do is get out of the pocket and make throws. He's as good as anyone I've ever seen doing that. And Mm -hmm. the Niners like invited him to do it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and that's what the Niners, that's like we've said, that's how they've been against quarterbacks like Lamar. And obviously Lamar is kind of one of one. I mean, he's, he's such an elite runner and his passing has improved drastically, which makes him much harder to be able to contain. Um, but Steve Wilkes definitely has, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say Steve Wilkes needs some answers, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's sort of a, it was an issue for D'Amico and Salah too. It's sort of a, Mm -hmm. a symptom of the wide nine. Just mm-hmm. picture the wide nine. You take these DNs, you put them as far out as possible and say, don't worry about the run. Like, play the run on the way to the quarterback. You're inviting them to rush past the quarterback. And that's why I think against a stationary quarterback, it's brutal. But against mm-hmm. a guy who wants to get out of the pocket, it's vulnerable. Tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Totally, dude. Um, that's a great point. Steve Wilkes is definitely going to – he's going to be another X factor. That's a good one. And I had one more guy that I did want to bring up too. And that's Jake Moody. He scares me, man. And the one thing that I saw, so against the Rams, because Moody, he obviously Good missed call. that kick. He missed a kick against the Browns um, early in the season. And then he was pretty much good up until that. And then he's been pretty solid for the most part, but he's been okay. But against the Rams, he missed, obviously he missed a couple kicks. And all I see is, oh, at least he missed them now and not in the playoffs. And I'm like, well, how do you know that he's gonna make them in the playoffs? Like, what it doesn't just because he missed them week eighteen doesn't mean he's going to make them in the playoffs. So if Jake Mooney doesn't come through, because sometimes Kyle has to rely on his field goal unit, and we don't have Robbie Gold anymore. So if Jake Mooney doesn't come through, that's it's it could be brutal. Yeah, Jake was in a great spot where the Niners were winning by double digits. It felt like three quarters of the season. He had to kick field goals, but you can't remember any of any any one that like he absolutely had to make. Oh, you can remember a couple, but he missed them. The one in Cleveland. Yep. That's really the only one I could think of where he's like, man, this yeah. this is it. This is the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the Niners will be in that position this year, but I'm starting to look at Jake Moody like he's not the guy. And he might get through this year and he may not cost him a Super Bowl this year, but 
I don't know that he's going to be on the team long term because it seems like he might be a little bit of a head case um, with a strong leg. Yeah, I think it 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 kind of scares me because I hope you're right and I hope that it doesn't come down to him because if it does, that would scare the piss out of me. Um, but <laughs> it just it it makes me go back to third round pick and you have a Super Bowl contending roster and you go and pick a kicker. And I mean, yeah, I'm all for having a good kicker, but I mean, we had Robbie Gold and this guy clearly is not it. He's so shaky. He gives me such shaky vibes when he's out there. Like, even if he makes one, I feel like he just barely gets it. Barely <laughs> into the... in. yeah. yeah. You'd think on such a established team, you'd want more of an established kicker. It's something you don't have to worry about, but here we go. It'd be a shame if the kicker ended the season, but football is cruel like that sometimes. It is. It would be terrible. The rookie kicker. And I guess if you're Dallas with Brandon Aubrey, a rookie kicker is okay. That guy's like automatic, dude. He's like 36 of 36 or something on field goals. But, and they didn't draft him, did they? He was undrafted. Yeah, undrafted. Yeah, yeah see? You don't yeah. need to waste a third-round pick on one, dude. You don't. You really don't. Yeah, that didn't end up working out for us. But anyways, Shanahan and Jake Moody are kind of my two guys that I think need to show up in order for the Niners to, you know, have their... Those are good. I like those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally okay i kind of want to move on to this next thing i kind of want to play a little game right here dude so what we're gonna do i got every playoff team here besides the niners and on a scale of one to ten i want you if you were like the niners i want you to just rate them how much you would fear them when you get going against them does that make sense all right let's do it start off it's in a random order miami dolphins uh a six that's where I got him too. A six. I mean, Tyreek Hill's tough. Mike McDaniel's really clever. Vic Fangio, great coach, but they've lost like all their edge rushers. They're always hurt. They're soft. Who was not that good? Mm -hmm. Who last time we saw him against the Niners was absolutely terrified of that pass rush. You could see it. Yeah. Nah, he doesn't inspire confidence. No. I would have them lowered to be honest if it wasn't for like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle because they could I they could potentially Mostert. cook our secondary and Mostert too. I mean they're all just so fast, which is so valuable. Yeah. Um, so I do I have them as a six as well. Obviously that would only happen in the Super Bowl because they're AFC. But okay, next yeah. Green Bay Packers. A seven. Mm. A seven. Jordan Love is really good. Mm -hmm. He's a first-year starter who was – I don't think people realize how good he was in the second half of the season. First half of the season, he was up and down. Second half of the season, I think last eight games, 20 touchdowns, no pick, one pick. Um, yeah. The team's probably a year away from being serious contenders. That's why I say a seven. But they have a young quarterback who can do everything. Mm -hmm. uh, he can move. He can get out of the pocket. He can scramble. He can throw down the field. He's quite good. Seven. Yeah, I have him as a, at a, geez, I have him at a six. Um, and for kind of the same reasons, really. Just, uh, I think, like you said, I've kind of said that they're not quite there yet, obviously being Super Bowl contenders, but they're that team that could kind of make some noise in the playoffs and then just have an even better season next year. Yeah. Um, I like Jordan Love, dude. He's good stuff. He's mm -hmm. really good. Okay, this is an interesting one. Uh, Philadelphia. A two. <laughs> I like a it, two. dude. They yeah. seem like they're uh, 
I'm not going to say trying to get their coach fired. I don't know, but it seems like they're worse than bad that there's mm-hmm. something dysfunctional. They seem completely mm-hmm. dysfunctional and I don't see Nick Sirianni um, pulling them out of that this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've lost to terrible teams. They lost to the giants and the Cardinals, a two, and that's generous. You could say a one they're dead. That is ge- yeah. I have them at a they're three. Dead. Okay. <laughs> they are just because same thing, yeah. dude. I mean, I have them. I guess I'd have them a little higher than a two just solely because of the talent on the team. It's just there is mm. still a lot of talent there that we'd have to be able to stop. And obviously, I think we'd be able to. Um, but like you said, dude, it's just it's just a mess over there right now. They look they haven't looked good. And I think A.J. Brown is uh, he got hurt last week, too. So they're kind of dealing with some injuries. He as just well. deleted all his uh, Eagle stuff off his Instagram. So they're Did doing he? good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Like Debo. Yeah, they're good. That one year. <laughs> That's funny. In yeah, the off they, season, not right before the, the playoffs. My goodness. Yep, that would have been yeah. You're they're right. gonna lose uh, in the first round, Zach. I totally could see that happening, dude. They're gonna I fire mean, Nick Sirianni, Zach. That's what it sounds like. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of things like that too. That Nick Sirianni's yeah. time could be up there. Then I wonder who they go now, with. That's a nice job to take. Mm-hmm. Would Harbaugh want that? Job? Harbaugh, I was, I was thinking that too. Or do dude. you want to coach Jalen Hurts? I don't know. Maybe maybe Harbaugh would. That could be pretty crazy if harbaugh went there mm-hmm. that would make them pretty Bel- scary i've belichick could go there mm-hmm. stay yeah. on the east coast there's so many head coach jobs open right now there are there's like 10 <clears throat> yeah okay let's move on to a team that this matchup will likely not happen but the steelers <laughs> a five. Oh, really i'd have them a little lower but go ahead well, I mean, they beat them already. They beat them in Pittsburgh. If they make it to the Super Bowl, that means True. that Mason Rudolph is real hot. Um, but still, <laughs> it's Mason Rudolph, so I can't give him more than a five. Yeah, that's it's a good defense. Yeah, that's that is they do have a really good defense. And Mike Tomlin, TJ Watt had always... three sacks against the Niners that one game. And I don't know. Right. George Pickens is good. I could I could bet on Mike Tomlin out coaching Kyle Shanahan in a in a Super Bowl duel. Maybe. I don't know. They already fired their offensive coordinator this year. I guess they're a little bit different than the team the Niners faced earlier this year, but I don't think they're good enough. They're not going to the Super Bowl. I'll be shocked. Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay, Dallas. Six. Okay. They're soft. Uh And and, and Mike McCarthy isn't good. And Dak Prescott saves his worst for the Niners. They all seem intimidated by that team. Micah Mm -hmm. Parsons does nothing against the Niners. A six. Mm -hmm. They're just they're, that team in, in general is way worse on the road too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Parsons does do nothing against us, um, and then he always goes on his podcast after and starts crying about it. And he's like, "Just wait, just wait." Okay, what are we waiting for? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think that I, I'm not too scared of the Cowboys. However, I do think they well them and another team, but I do think that the Cowboys in the NFC. Um, I think it won't be a super easy matchup. You know, I I I'd have them at like an eight right now, just because they do okay. kind of scare me. Because CD Lamb is so money, dude, and I love Mooney Ward, bro. But I'm just hoping that he'd be able to contain CD because I'm a. I'm a CD guy, like, and he helped me to my fantasy championship this year. So I was watching a lot of Cowboys games. Okay. Um, but Dallas is good. But we've we've proved to be able to really contain Micah Parsons. And if we can do that, I think we'll be mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super Bowl rematch of 2019, Kansas City. 
and eight. Mm-hmm. And eight. Best quarterback in the league. Uh, one of the best coaches in the league. Great defense. Mm-hmm. That's legit. That's scary. Um, Travis Kelsey seems like he's not what he used to be. You could blame Taylor Swift or not. I don't know. Maybe he's just 34 or 35. Rasheed Rice is good. And then about after that, they don't have much to throw to. Leading the league in drops. Darius Tony's just freaking terrible. Uh, it's the weaker, yeah. it's the weakest they've been in a minute. Um, totally. Eight. Definitely the weakest they've been in a while. I have him at a nine, though. Um, just because Patrick Mahomes scares me, dude. And I would hate to go against him in the Super Bowl again. After what he did to us in 20. Um, 19 being down by 10 with seven minutes to go and completely seeing the Niners crumble and just seeing Mahomes. I mean, if anybody can do it, it's Mahomes. That's why it's like, yeah, their receivers are terrible and they've not been good, but I'm never going to fully count out Patrick Mahomes, regardless of who's on this team, you know, for sure. So definitely still high up there. Okay. Tampa Bay. Um, a three. I have him at a three too. Three. Uh, enough enough said yeah Baker yeah Mayfield. not much yeah. to say move on no. buffalo super bowl it would have to be a super bowl matchup a nine mm-hmm. interesting a nine. i think they're a little tougher than kansas city mm-hmm. got a better running game they got better receivers and josh allen isn't better than patrick mahomes but he's really tough on the niners i mean he's going to take all those scramble lanes and he's going to be really hard to bring down and Mm-hmm. he's exactly the kind of quarterback they have a tough time against totally nine yeah yeah i got him out of seven um same type of reason but they obviously have not looked i guess as of recently they've been a little bit better the only thing for, is about josh allen is how much of a gunslinger he can be and how reckless he can get which can definitely work in our favor at times um but overall they're still not a team to be scared or to be uh like take lightly you know, their their overall net points this year is plus one forty, which is I mean, Kansas City's plus seventy seven. Uh, the is Niners that the are best plus. In the league? Oh, no, the best in the league are the Ravens at plus two hundred three. The Niners are okay. Uh, the Niners are plus one ninety three, and Dallas is plus okay. one ninety four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that shows. I mean they're right. I mean there was a little bit of a gap, but they're still the fourth fourth highest differential i mean they're definitely they lost not a, a lot of close games lightly. they lost a lot of close games yeah they're always yeah. in it you like you just can't count out you can't count out josh allen because they have a good defense they've got the weapons stefan Diggs, gabe davis even james cook too i mean they've got they've got guys over there so um for sure mm-hmm. all right detroit this is an interesting one i'm intrigued to hear what you want to what you say seven yeah me too seven um good run game and the Niners, you know, you need to run on the Niners because they, they don't really commit to stopping the run. They're not that good at setting edges. They don't play uh, loaded boxes. So they got two really good running backs. Jameer Gibbs, he's explosive. He'll be tough, He'll be tough to stop. Oh, he's really good. Um, and they have a really good offensive line. Mm-hmm. That being said, their defense isn't special and their quarterback isn't special. And their coach, let's talk about the coach. That's what you really need to talk about. Uh, a lot of people like him. He might win coach of the year. What he did against the at, at the end of the game against the Cowboys, I thought was extremely troubling. Mm-hmm. Like, he made an emotional decision. Mm-hmm. It's fine to go for two, not from the seven. Nope. Not from the seven. 
And he didn't have a good reason why he did it. He just said, well, I, you know, I said we were going to go down there and go for two. And that was about all that. Like, <laughs> what? It, it's good, dude. Whoa. I I totally agree. And I was I'll on that same. Him. I was on that yeah. same train, dude. And I think, what? I think Dan Campbell is like, I don't know. This could be crazy. But I feel like he might be just trying super hard to like establish himself as this like ultimate risk taker guy. And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to go for two in these certain situations. Because I see everyone like, oh, Dan Campbell's style of football. He's the risk taker. Like, I love the way he's aggressive. And it's like, you just screwed yourself out of a win because you tried. What to he too was aggressive. was impulsive. impulsive. It's fine to be aggressive and to be like coldly calculated and, and make a decision. But he was hot. He was angry. He was mad that they called uh, ineligible, whatever, 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 whatever the flag was. He was mad. He was on tilt. And he went for it simply because of his emotions. You're yeah. telling me he's not going to be in a, in a similar situation at, at all in the playoffs? I don't trust that guy under pressure. Maybe mm -hmm. he'll dial it in, but right now he's a question. Good point. His decision-making. Yeah. Impulsive. Good point. That was good. Like, have you watched I'll... The Godfather? Have you seen The Godfather? Actually, I have not. <laughs> all right. Never mind. Because it's like, bad. if you ever watched it, it's classic. Al Pacino, mm -hmm. he he uh, he's the the middle. Well, he's the youngest son, and he's very cold. He ends up being the real Don, but his older brother Sonny was very hot headed, mm -hmm. and he just wasn't a good Don because you can't be making impulsive decisions with the whole family on the line. Mm -hmm. Be cold and calculated. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking good about. Call. Sorry. No, I like it. Good call. Okay. Um. All right. Let's move on. Next team: Houston Texans. A seven. Off. Yeah. Seven. That's good. Like like Green Bay. Like like pretty much they're as scary as any team in the NFC. How about that? Mm -hmm. And they're not a top four scary team in the AFC. A seven. Their quarterback, he's just a rookie, but you don't want to face him. It's mm -mm. really good. Mm -hmm. And uh it's a well coached team. People like, like to dis totally. They are. Well, they're super well coached. Yeah. D'Amico's been killing it. And I feel like people like to discount um players and even coaches solely based on experience when it's like who cares how long they've been in the league like stroud's a rookie but it doesn't matter i mean like i think experience can uh playoff experience can come into play at times but overall it's like let's not discount this guy's skill i mean he's been tearing it up all year long and he's not one to mess around with the best quarterbacks in the league have had success against the niners defense this year mm -hmm. burrow cousins uh lamar so here's another one yeah. Stroud. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay. Now, this one. The Rams. Seven. Seven. I wouldn't give any team in the NFC more than a seven. Uh, not a great defense to speak of. Well-balanced offense. Um, not an explosive offense at all. Kind of a methodical offense. Not, not No real speed on it. Um, and an excellent elite quarterback. Seven. Would you call me crazy if I said that they were our biggest NFC competitor? No. You got you got them at eight? Yeah. Eight's far, eight's fair. Eight's totally fair. Eight's yeah. fair. I, I wouldn't argue. Well, they're it's just they kind of scare me a little just because they are starting to heat up. And they could um, put up 35 on you. They could put up 35 on you. They can put Puka up 35 and, on you. Puka and Cooper Cup. I mean, those they're two really guys good. are 
They're really good. Matthew Stafford, they're well coached. Kyron Williams, like that offense mm-hmm. mainly is what's super good, which kind of scares me a little. They beat us in the You're NFC right. Championship two years ago, so I don't know. You're right. That Rams, I don't want to play the Rams. I'd really rather not. Fair <laughs> enough. I, hey man, that that yeah. you you argued that eight well. I'm not I'm not disputing yeah. it. I love it. Okay, uh, Cleveland nine. Yeah, nine. Me too, man. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. He's the one guy who matches up with Trent Williams and can give him problems. We've seen this team. They beat up the Niners. Mm-hmm. The Niners came in real arrogant, and the, the Browns just straight up beat him up. Knocked out Trent Williams. Knocked out Christian McCaffrey. Knocked out Debo. All three guys did not make it through the game. And that was that was back when PJ Walker was playing. So we've yeah. seen how that Browns defense matches up with the Niners offense. Um, and we really haven't seen the best of the Browns offense against the Niners defense. Not saying the Browns would beat them, but I'm not saying they wouldn't. A nine. Yeah. You throw two guys at Miles Garrett, and it doesn't really matter. Like, he will get through anybody. He's so good. And he'll get through Trent. I mean, he, there's chances where he'll be able to get through Trent at times. Yeah, and he will. It's, it's scary, dude. Like, going against mm-hmm. that guy and going against that defense, it, it, that's tough. So I have him at a, at a nine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not want to face the Browns, and they could make a sneaky run to the Super Bowl, dude. Like, I think if I'm Baltimore, the one team in the AFC that's really, really scaring me, I guess outside of Mahomes, but Cleveland, dude. I don't want to, I do not want to face Cleveland. <laughs> nah. And you don't want to face Buffalo either, because say what you want about Josh Allen and his, and his turnovers. He's brutal. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't just beat you, but he, like, he trucks the defensive backs on your team. Yeah. He Derrick Henry's them. <laughs> Yeah, it's very physical. It's very violent. Mm-hmm. You're right, totally. Okay, and then the last team, Baltimore Ravens, nine. Mm-hmm. And the only reason it's not a ten is I feel like the Niners put their worst foot forward against them, and they're and they still outgained them for what it's worth. So maybe the Niners could actually have, you know, a sane game plan and win. But still, that's a great team with a great quarterback. Nine. Yeah, I mean, I have them out of 10. And I think just mm. for the main reason of just, I, I'd i rather not play them more than I'd rather not play any other team. Like, they're the team that I do not want to face. And if we end up playing them in the Super Mark Bowl. Mark Andrews I, coming back. Yeah, Andrews that's what I heard back. today. Yeah. That's That would screw us even more. I mean, listen, I totally think we can beat the Ravens. Honest, I think we're the better team than the Ravens. I think, that's, I think we are the better team, the better roster, at least, than the Ravens are. Um... But they do scare me, and to know what they're capable of absolutely mowing us over like they did on Christmas night in pretty much every way, a Super Bowl against them would scare me. So I do have them at a 10. Okay. All right. Good stuff, dude. I love it. Right on. And then one last thing that I do want to get to outside of that, Mr. Brock Purdy, man. We saw him last year in the playoffs play a couple of games and then end up getting hurt in the NFC Championship against the Eagles. But it's time. We're back in the playoffs again. And I do want to know what you think. If you think Brock Purdy can lead this team to a Super Bowl, are you confident in that? Hmm. How come? (laughs) That's some real stinkers this season, man. He's a really good quarterback. A really good quarterback. Top 10. But when he plays poorly, oh. And we've <laughs> seen him play poor. I mean, come. He melts down. Totally. It's like he snowballs. It, it, he presses. He's hard on himself. 
if he has a bad start to the game, it can get worse. If it's a good start to the game, he could cruise. But we've heard Kyle say this kid is hard on himself. And we've also seen, we've heard teams talk about him. Like he is an anticipatory thrower. There are certain spots on the field he wants to throw to with anticipation. If you do your homework, you can be in those spots. But it's not just doing your homework. You have to have the best coverage linebackers in the league. And not just coverage because they got to stop the run too against McCaffrey. You got to have the best linebackers in the league and some of the best safeties in the league. Guys who can stop the run and the pass. How many teams have two of those at each spot? Mm-hmm. Cleveland and Baltimore. You're right. And they have two of the best defensive coordinators in Jim Schwartz and uh, Mike McDonald, who have proven that they can read Kyle Shanahan's mail. They've done it this year. So if the Niners face either of those two teams again, you'd be lying if you said you weren't nervous about what Brock's going to do against Cleveland and Baltimore. Now against Kansas City and Buffalo, I don't know. I haven't seen it. But we know Brock's game. He needs to throw with anticipation, anticipation, with anticipation to be effective. We know it. Mm-hmm. And um it's it can come back to bite you yes. against the best defenses. Mm-hmm. Against the 100%. Best yeah. 100%, yeah. dude. And we Because did... really, you need him to manage the game in the playoffs. If he throws 25 passes a game, hits the open man, checks the ball down, throws the ball away, throws no picks. Niners could win the Super Bowl just like that. That's how the mm-hmm. Seahawks won it 10 years ago with Russell Wilson. But if they're mm-hmm. like, hey, man, we need you to throw 40 times a game and take chances and risks, nah, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. That's that's where it gets dicey. Yeah. And Well, and another thing, too, is just we really haven't seen – I get nervous because I don't know what the playoffs are going to look like if we're going to be killing teams or if games are going to be close. But for the most part, Outside of the three-game skid and then the loss to Baltimore, we've been crushing teams, and we've pretty much been winning by a lot. And Brock really hasn't had to worry about coming back and playing from behind. And now, no pressure we, for Brock, no pressure for Jake. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. no pressure. No pressure dude. for Kyle. No, no pressure for pre- Kyle. Those are the yes. three. The, tri- the trifecta of pressure: Kyle, Jake, and Brock. How are you gonna do? <sighs> yeah. Man. That's yeah. what scares me, dude. Listen, like you said, I'm a believer. The two 24-year-olds and Kyle. Crazy. <laughs> Those three. That's dude. what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Always uh-huh. something with these uh-huh. guys. Yeah, yeah, dude. That That's one thing that really does scare me, dude. It's just I don't – not that I don't believe in him. It's just I haven't seen it yet, so I don't really have much reason to believe that if we have to play from behind, he's going to totally go kick some tail and lead us to a win. Like, I don't know. You know, to be fair to to Brock, I feel like the whole offense isn't built to play from behind. Um, it's not from the coach to the offensive line, the playbook. It's just not what they do. So um, I'm not gonna put it all on him, but I'm put some of mm-hmm. it on him. Oh yeah, no, 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 definitely. Um, and I mean, and luckily it hasn't. It's worked out that way. We're for the most part, we haven't even had to because our offense has been so elite. But yeah. the times that it has, I guess, uh, aside from the Browns game, because technically he didn't have a good game, but he did lead that game-winning drive, and then Jake Moody came in and absolutely shanked it. So there was there was that too. So, you know, that's just the one reason why I'm a little iffy if he can um, lead us. Because, again, we're going to be going against some solid teams, and if we end up going against the Ravens, who knows – how the game is going to look, what the structure of the game will be. But if we have to play from behind, 
I do get a little bit nervous, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with Brock is, like, you the Niners have assembled this team with these five. Like, they can put five eligible receivers out in a pattern. And all of them are really good. Whether the fifth guy is Juszczyk or Jawan Jennings, they're all threats. Not that many mm-hmm. teams can do that. And I think with all of them on the field and Kyle Shanahan designing and calling the plays, usually one guy is going to be open. Mm-hmm. And Brock's so good at just seeing it and not hesitating and putting it on him. I mean, it sounds like it's easy and is managing the game, but he's really good at that. It's just when they the Niners face those rare defenses that are top tier who can play elite zone defense or match up man-to-man like Cleveland and Baltimore, and they don't have any weaknesses at corner, linebacker, or safety. None. Mm-hmm. So it's not as simple as just, hey, who's open? What if what if no one's open? Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to force it? Are you going to throw some passes into coverage? Because that's what you did against those teams. Or mm-hmm. are you going to just check it down, manage the game, and win with your defense or run the ball? I, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But also we've seen situations where they haven't been open and Purdy's been able, like unlike past quarterbacks like Jimmy, he's been able to really create something and give himself a little bit more time. And then although I guess that he's had a couple which are like, holy crime, any dude, like why would you even try that? And they end up working out. But like against that's Washington. That's my winning, issue with him. Yeah. That's my mm-hmm. issue. Like, and that could get example, scary. It, to me, this started after the bye week. He lost three games in a row and people were talking about job security. I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, three <laughs> games in a row. And he was throwing a lot of picks, apparently apologized to the team, all this. He comes out against Jacksonville, and it felt like he was playing for his job. I mean, mm-hmm. you lose to Jacksonville. You lose a fourth in a row, and you throw picks. Mm-hmm. So he comes out. I mean, remember this game. He comes out first drive. They're in the red mm-hmm. zone. He rolls to his left, throws back to his right. There's like eight Jacksonville defenders right where he throws it. It goes through all of their hands and, and lands in Brandon Ayuk's hands. And mm-hmm. You know, freaking Brock's like, yeah, man. Like, and it's cool. That's Brock, but he took a real risk. That was a terrible decision, according mm-hmm. to according to anyone, according to Kyle Shanahan. It worked out. And I feel like he's been playing that way ever since because he wants to show that he's a gunslinger. Gunslingers make throws like that. Then he goes against Baltimore this last, you know, couple weeks ago. First drive of the game, forces the ball into the end zone on first and 10 from the 15 to a double covered receiver, just forces it in there. Very similar to that play to me from Jacksonville. This time it doesn't work out, and it I mean, it sets the tone for the whole game. So don't do that. Yeah. Be play it, within yourself just for three mm-hmm. games, man. Mm-hmm. Just for three games. You'll be immortal. You'll be one of the youngest quarterbacks who ever won the Super Bowl. No one will care how you did it. Yeah. He not all those are going to work out like that one did. And I remember watching that one live against Jacksonville, and I was, I was so shocked that he tried it, and then even more shocked it got through. <laughs> I don't like this whole gunslinger thing. I'm gonna go on a rant with Brock Purdy right now. He makes Do some it. nice throws. He makes some yep. nice throws. Okay, you're not a gunslinger. Just because you make a one or two throws a game that people are like, oh wow, that was really he fit that in a, in a tight window. He extended the play. Man, your job is to just distribute the ball to your all-pro playmakers who are wide open a lot of the time. That's your job. And just because we can put together a five- to ten-minute highlight reel of you making tight window throws, that doesn't mean you have to do that very often. Patrick Mahomes has to do that all the time. Josh Allen has to do that. C.J. Stroud has to do that all the time. Just because you can do it a couple times a game doesn't mean you have to go out there and prove that. Freaking check it down. 
Yeah. That's a great option for you. It's not a great option for most quarterbacks, but for you taking it down, that's a 13 yard gain. A lot of the time. It's not about proving yourself in that way in these next three games. Just win the game. Do what the Niners need you to do, which is check it down. You're right. It's not about proving himself like that. And that's that can get scary, dude, because like you said, we saw that against Baltimore and trying to prove it. Hey, trying to cement his MVP. Him against Lamar. MVP. Who's going to be the yeah. MVP? Like, yeah, doesn't matter. dude. Doesn't You're freaking right. matter. You lost. And now it's not going to be you or Christian because you lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. You're right, dude. And he, I hope, I hope that it doesn't come to that. Like he's going to start slinging the ball and trying to start forcing some things. And we just have to hope, Don't I guess. Do it. Don't, Don't do it. Do it. Don't, Don't manage the do game. It. Take mm-hmm. your ego out of it, dude. Check it down. Mm-hmm. Take it the hell down. If you can go through the, if you can go through the playoffs and not throw a pick, the Niners should win the Super Bowl. That's how good they are. I totally agree. That's it. Anything else is freaking bonus. And I'm not saying go out there and play like Trent Dilfer, but don't try to play like Brett Favre. It ain't you. Mm-hmm. Good point. I love it, dude. You're right. And I hope I'm praying because, I mean, I'm a Niner fan. I don't know if you're a fan. I guess you're more of objective. You just cover the team. But as as a fan, I am praying and hoping that, that it doesn't end up coming to that because I would love to see the Niners hoist another Super Bowl that I haven't been able to see them do in my life because it's always been a playoff meltdown. Every I hate to think year. that Brock has a, like a little bit of a Napoleonic complex. Like, hey man, I'm not. I, I'm better than you think. Just because I'm just a little bit smaller with the, I'm the strongest arm doesn't mean that I'm just like. Okay, all right. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. Don't get caught up in the narrative around you, dude. Like, don't sink to that level. You determine the narrative with your accomplishments. You don't have to talk to Mark Schlereth and be like anyone who watches film or knows what they're looking at no like stop stop I feel it'll all like, work out i hope i feel i feel like um i don't know i feel like you can't for, change people's minds by talking mm-hmm. yeah you can't definitely not you can't so argue your way out of this one like you just gotta mm-hmm. play you just gotta play people come around yep people come or around or they you win the Super Bowl, people come around, man. Go back and watch Tom Brady. That guy dinked and dunked left and right. No one cares. You're, no one's really good. Yeah, no one's really going to no remember cares. that. Just go out there and do what you need to do and manage this Bowl. game and win the Super Bowl because you have the roster to do it. Yeah, you're right, dude. Because if you can't win the Super Bowl with this team making 900K, people are going to wonder about you, about giving you that oh, yeah. $50 million a year. So you're right. For gunslinger, game manager, all you got to do to get that bag win the super bowl any any means necessary dude any means you're right any dude means. yeah 100 good point right on dude well right on grant i think we're gonna wrap it up for that dude i really again i really appreciate you coming on the show um there was a ton of fun everybody out there listening still right on you know you can find us on social media um on instagram at the night pod on tiktok at the night shift pod on twitter at the night shift two t's at the beginning two t's at the end of that everybody out there listening you must have enjoyed something so leave some sort of review rating like subscribe but be honest let us know how we did you know we always love um, some constructive criticism but let us know how you enjoyed the show um and grant again dude super super appreciate you coming on dude thanks a ton my pleasure man great show you got a good thing going right on and everyone go check out grant stuff too subscribe to his stuff cone zone cone phone go watch all that's always good stuff and everyone out there listening thank you and that'll be it for me i'm out peace
Timeout, decide not to use it.